It's time to talk about Trista's favorite city in the world, Philadelphia. Philly, Philly. Good old Philadelphia. The Eagles, they're, they're, they are a football team. They have players. They have a quarterback named Jalen Hurts, who looked pretty impressive in his uh, first preseason game um, last week. You got A.J. Brown there. You've got Sirianni, another year at the helm. Uh, huge additions to the defensive line as well through the draft. This Eagles team is Hey, man, they're really freaking good. And right now at BetMGM, their win total is sitting at, does anybody have that number officially? Was it eight, eight, and, a half. eight and a half? eight and a half. Let me get the price on that, though, because it's been a very uh, popular bet. Yeah, I see it down. You got to scroll a little bit. Okay, so here it is right here. Their win total is sitting at actually nine and a half. So that's the movement I want to talk about. Wait a minute, it's went nine and a half? Their win total was eight and a half. It got bumped up to nine and a half after the first preseason game. And they also moved to plus 160 to win the NFC East. They were closer to like three to one odds uh, when I did the podcast with Chase Kitty from the Lions Edge when we were breaking down the NFC East. So they've jumped up to plus 160. Reminder, the Cowboys are plus 140 to win the NFC East. And yes, their win total is sitting at nine and a half. So 10 wins from the Eagles this season. The over minus 130 juice. The under plus 110 value. How are we feeling about Philadelphia this year in in a, a prove it year, I guess, for Hurts in a brand new offense? First ten, and foremost. Ten wins. That's a lot of wins. I'm thinking to myself, wow, first and foremost, let's just kind of go over some things for people who may not be keyed in on what's happened in the last, you know, in this offseason. So key acquisitions, obviously they get A.J. Brown uh, from the Tennessee Titans. He shows up in Philly with two 1,000-yard seasons on his resume. Like He's like the 1,000-yard thousand, thousand man. I think he has a a piece of diamonds on his neck that says a thousand, like one AJ. I think it's AJ one K is mm-hmm. his Twitter. They've got Zach Pascal from the Colts. He reunites with Nick Sirianni from his previous day in Indy. Then they obviously draft Jordan Davis, six, six, 341 pounder taken in the first round. I think he's going to be an absolute monster. They get James Bradbury, the ghost of James Bradbury from the giants. He was a cap casualty in May. He fortifies a corner. Corner, he fortifies the corner position for them. I'm not sure if I like him. Uh, he was very overpaid. Maybe he still has some juice left in the tank. And then they get Kazir White from the Chargers. Um, and then they get Hassan Reddick from the Panthers. That's actually a really interesting pickup, I think, too. They don't lose a ton of players besides uh, Travis Fulgham. Uh, the Travis Fulgham at one point was okay. Um, so for me, like the thing that you could say is really exciting is that they have the best offensive line in football. And that should really help out. Jalen Hurts, that should help out, you know, what they're trying to do with Nick Sirianni liking to run the ball first, first and foremost, and then kind of open things up for Jalen Hurts to, you know, run play action. And I think they're going to try to be really creative. And I don't want to say mask some of Jalen Hurts' weaknesses, but I think certainly accentuate what makes him good. Um, this is a team that's been clowned for years for bad receivers. Like, they have been absolutely dogged. Multiple they won a Super times. Bowl with bad receivers. Yeah, they did. AJ Brown, Devontae Sorry, Smith. Alshon. Yeah, I was gonna say, catch a bomb like Alshon. Yeah, catch a bomb One like Alshon. Fantasy championship that year. What is it? Uh, who else was on that team? Aguilar, Nelson Aguilar, AJ Brown now, Devontae Smith, and Quez Watkins, solid one, two, threes. And then you have Dallas Goddard there as well. When Hertz throws, here's a little important stat. When Hertz throws over 30 times in a game, the Eagles are one in five, including a loss in the playoffs to Tampa Bay. I think his sweet spot's like in the 25. 25 pass range, and he's 4-0 and when he hits between 25 and 29 passes. And his trouble, obviously, is accuracy. The thing that I think is interesting about them is you've just got a lot of hype. And Jason Kelsey even said, like, when the media thinks that we're really good, we end up being poopy. 
When the media thinks we're going to be poopy, we end up being really good. So uh, color me just a slightly a bit nervous that this team is picking up a lot of steam in the offseason. Mm-hmm. I think they're much better when they're flying ah, below the radar. Great defense, especially in terms of their D-line. Elite offensive line. Definitely a lot of weapons. So, so you're taking the over you though under T, correct? But then you look at the schedule and you say, this is just a lot of, lot of games. It's just a lot of games. I'd probably stay away. Stay away? Probably stay away, lean the under. You want to go uh, next on these dudes? Because before I bet the Cowboys under. I do think, though, they could win this division. I watched pretty much every single game of Jalen Hurts, including uh, Jalen Hurts, even at Alabama, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, because Remember, we tore apart Nick Sirianni, and we were like, who the hell is this guy that's never been a head coach in the league, never called plays? Mm-hmm. And I actually kind of like, when we went back, I like what they did on early downs. Weeks one through five, I just like young quarterbacks throwing the ball on first down rather than running for two yards. And then you got Jalen facing like third and seven, third mm-hmm. and six. And so like weeks one through five, they were the most pass heavy team on first downs. And Jalen was pretty damn accurate and pretty good. He was like the fifth most accurate quarterback. Problem was on second and third down, he wasn't very good. So then after that, they're two and four after week six. They're the third most pass heavy team on early downs in the National Football League. Defenses know what's coming. And then they shift from 61 pass rate, 61% to 41%. And they start running the ball. And they were the best obviously rushing offense in the National Football League, especially on early downs. Like, they were great the second half of the season. And this year, they played the 26th-ranked schedule of run defenses. Last year, the 27th. So I don't think there's going to be much drop-off with their backs coming back. It's just how good is Jalen, especially if he can't throw to one side of the field, because I obviously love the A.J. Brown pickup. That's who I wanted for my team. Didn't get him. I like the addition of Zach Paschal because he knows this offense pretty good. And then Devontae Smith. He was my favorite rookie last year. The yeah. problem was he had no help. He had nobody else, man. You can't be relying on guys like Travis Fulgham. Yeah. So they do face some tough pass defenses. I love the offensive line, like Trista said. I love the defensive line. I think Hassan Reddick is a huge pickup. Jordan Davis, remember when Georgia played Alabama the first time, and I was like, he's got COVID, yeah. and they got absolutely dominated. And then in the national title game, he was fully healthy. Look how great he was. What they need, though, the only thing I don't love about the defensive line, they need a better pass rush, man. Derek Barnett was kind of a bust last year. Ranked 68th out of 75 qualified edge rushers and pressure rate. Like, you got to get after the quarterback in this league. I like James Bradbury enough because he's only $7 million. And I like the secondary already. Darius Slay had a big year last year. Big play Slay. Opponents gained 20 or more yards only on 6.5% of their pass attempts. That was the league's second lowest rate. So are you telling me you like the over or the under? No, I'm going to go under, though, because I don't trust them to beat good teams. Last year, 1-7 in in teams with winning records. Uh, let's get back to this Philadelphia Eagles talk, though. So, that, like we said, the win total nine and a half. Ryan, where did you leave off yeah, uh, uh, in your breakdown of the team? Yeah, because I want to get your guys' thoughts because you guys care about this division a lot more. And I only, so far, all I've bet is the Giants win total over, and then I bet the Cowboys under ten and a half. Just because, dude, if you look at the Eagles offensively, like their run game, Kenneth Gainwell, even as a rookie last year, five yards per carry, right? Mm-hmm. Miles Sanders last year, always when he's healthy, is really efficient. Last year, 5.5 yards per carry, and they have Boston Scott. Trista brought up, brought up Dallas Goddard, which I didn't know what he was going to look like when he was like the only, because they like to run a lot of two tight end formations, and they traded away Zach Ertz, what was yeah. that, week six to Arizona last year. Dude, he was explosive. I went back, he had a career high 14.8 yards per reception, 10.9 yards per target, so they might push the ball downfield a little bit, man. Love them defensively against the run. It's just last year, they beat the teams that they should, and then they were 1-7 in seven against teams with winning records. So I was actually shocked to see them favored in 11 games. Makes sense why that win total went up. 
I just feel like, man, we could have had eight and a half minus one fifteen. I don't know if I want to do nine and a half minus one thirty. That's so unfortunate. I feel man. like I'd rather play the command. I I feel like I'd rather play the commanders, but then I'm trusting uh, Carson Wentz. So what what are your guys' thoughts? No, I I, I like that uh, your breakdown of it because it's it makes sense. And even Trista back when she was giving her play initially, did the Dodgers just homer? Okay, that's a replay. Sorry. Um, but even going back to what Trista said, when you look at the team last year, I mean they're just the worst team like from from you're looking at their skill position guys I mean you bring in AJ Brown and even you know Quez Watkins is still on the roster but Zach Pascal I mean he had a decent game in the first preseason game they played and I was like wait a minute they have Zach Pascal like that's a that's a top tier like receiver like I think any NFL team would love to have Pascal as the Yankees give up a couple more runs would love to have Pascal on there uh, receiving core. So I really like the offense. I think they've taken a huge leap. And and I think, you know, some of the numbers that we see um, that maybe reflect Jalen Hurts not being a quarterback we expected him to be come from the fact that he hasn't had a ton of weapons to throw to. And also he is a young quarterback. I know one thing, he works his tail off. Yeah. I know nobody outworks him. I think he's a talented football player. He has the leadership quality. People seem to be drawn to him and his personality. Um, and A.J. Brown, as soon as he got traded, who did he call? He's on the phone with Jalen Hurts at right like five seconds after it goes down. So I think all if you have guys who are as good as uh, Jalen, uh, not Jalen Hurts, as good as A.J. Brown that believe in him too, um, especially during his career, that team could be very dangerous. And I think they all realize how special – uh, things can be. And you got to remember, this is a team that won a Super Bowl a few years ago. Some of those guys are still there. And it's it's a culture thing. I think, you know, the hype is is warranted for them uh, this offseason because they are just leaps and bounds better than they used to be. Uh, and with that comes people looking at your roster and your preseason games and your footage and, and your film and saying, OK, this team's going to be better. So we're going to talk about them more. So that's just the respect that you get when you're a decent football team. I like them. I think Sirianni figured out some things uh, last season, especially at the second, the latter half of the season, so much so where that team who we didn't really think was good. I mean, when they got trounced by Dallas earlier in the year, we were like, this Eagles team is going to suck. I mean, they almost beat Tampa Bay in a playoff game in a, in a game in which they looked like they were dead in the first half. Jalen Hurts came back in the second half and really led some really nice drives for Philadelphia. So I, I don't know if I take the over nine and a half. I think I want to play Philadelphia to win the NFC East plus 160. I might play them and the Commanders. I just don't want to play the Dallas Cowboys. I think if I can play them in Philadelphia uh, then or Washington, then why not? But nine and a half is a lot of uh, games. But I, I wouldn't hate taking the over because they also have the second easiest strength of schedule right behind the New York Giants. And if you want to, guys want to go through that schedule, I yeah. mean, we can point to a bunch of wins where I know that Eagles team hasn't played a ton of games together as is, but... The talent has to shine through. You were just talking about it, like with the White Sox. At some point, the talent has to show up. I think they have the talent to be interesting and not go one and seven in one score games like they did last season. And do you guys think so? It comes down to like, just do you trust Jalen Hurts? Because last year, and I do. I don't. I feel like he gets a bad rap. I feel like a lot of people just don't like Jalen Hurts because it's easy to say you don't like him. Like I don't think a, a number one. A lot of people are not watching Jalen Hurts right close enough to be like he's a he's a bad quarterback. I don't think there's a lot of things that he has shown that are bad. I think he is struggling. In year one of a new offense, he was struggling year one in an offense. He had no uh, real offensive play calling balance from a coordinator. Yeah, and Devontae and, was a rookie. And he was a rookie. And yeah. he had, you know, that was pretty much all he had. Everybody's young. I, I think he could like, take a leap. He, he's only been in the league for three years. And that's why I feel like the numbers are off a little bit. I mean, again, and they're facing, you brought up the strength of schedule. I like the yeah. schedule. The only thing I don't like, so they face the 26th ranked schedule run defenses. And they could run the ball. So that makes me feel awesome. Right. It's just the past defenses. If you look after week five, they have the NFL's toughest schedule of pass defenses. So you have to believe in Jalen. But I kind of do because you have A.J. Brown on the outside now. And they're going to move him around a little bit, even though he's a big, tall receiver. Mm-hmm. Devontae Smith, like I didn't realize how good he was last year. He caught 64 of 104 balls for 916 yards and five touchdowns. 
I just feel like this year that's double digit touchdowns. Probably is going to catch like 85 to 90 balls. Think of the AJ Brown gets. It yeah, opens up the mean, field for man. everybody, man. And they're going to move Even him Hurts like scrambling mm-hmm. like that. That opens up, I mean, th- the opportunity for him to have less eyes on him in the back, but they have weapons everywhere. And I think, I really think Sirianni, and we talked about this with Sirianni and Zach Taylor last year, is like newer coaches don't really know if they've figured, you know, out this play calling thing. And then you look and they start to get the hang of it and, and just like establish themselves as head coaches. And they start to put together some good weeks of game planning. So I think this is this is a really good Eagles team that has the talent. If Sirianni is going to do what he did in the second half, which is yeah. more running offense and, and taking advantage of running backs and then taking, of course, a lot of pressure off of Jalen Hurts, why can't they succeed? I don't know how they don't. Because how do you stop them? Yeah. And I think the thing that's interesting is just like in terms of like totals, Eagles totals, we're so used to like, okay, this offense isn't going to be necessarily like the most high octane because they haven't had a lot of weapons. So you think about, okay, they're they're led by their defense, and so you take unders. I actually think the Eagles' overs are in play this year because yeah. you talk about, like, their secondary has, has been pretty bad. They're one of the worst passing defenses in all of the NFL. They got a little bit better in that way, but not a ton. So I, I still think, what do they were like? That pass rush, yeah. if, if they can get one, they it'll, get it'll one help a ton. For sure. They were 24th-ranked defense in DVOA last year. I think they're, they're going to need to improve that, and that comes – not only in the pass rush, but having uh, having a, a decent, at least a decent secondary. So I actually like taking the total overs, at least uh, maybe in the middle of the season High once they figure team. things out. Yeah, yeah. And a defensive secondary that's not the best. I don't hate that uh, either, T. Craig. Ryan, a final word on this Eagles team? So I'm not going to play the over and I'm not going to play the under. you want to go through under. the schedule? Yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, September 11th, they played Detroit in Detroit. Four-point favorites. Yep, okay, so that's a win. Uh, September 19th, then they get Minnesota at the crib. Two-and-a-half-point favorites. They're two-and-a-half-point favorites? They're favorite against Minnesota. That's what I'm saying. I am higher on Minnesota this year than I am the Eagles. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. I think that's a loss. We just hear Kirk Cousins' name, and people think, oh, he doesn't win in primetime. Dude, look at all the metrics from last year. His I think Morris Sharp just put great. this out today. Yeah. Like He's the most accurate quarterback yeah, in the league. He, he does his That's thing. a loss to me. I, I think so, too. That's tough. That's I think a to- I, we'll call it a toss-up. I think I'm definitely taking the over in the game. Yeah. September 25th, they play in at FedEx Field, Pick Washington. Em. Pick them. They're picking with Washington, but two point right favorites now. against Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Hey, I, hey, I like these sports books, man. I tell you, they're picking with Washington in. Hey, that, is a crappy, well, that is a crappy place to play. Well, I was about to say it is a division game, so I'll take that <laughs> with back. With all that you, speed, you gotta, take, yeah. you gotta take a little bit of the advantage off because of of uh, NFC East games. So, you tell okay. me, win or loss? They'll split with the They'll commanders. Split. This year. All right, so, so we'll call that a win this time in or this next one. time. I'm taking the commanders. Yeah. All right, Jacksonville is October second at home. They could win that game. Touchdown favorites. Yeah. Yeah. At Arizona, October 9th. Two point dogs. I think that's a loss. I mean, mm, it, it, I don't you know. could, so, it could be a win. It's though, Kingsbury no first six weeks, yeah. so they'll go six and zero, oh and then finish. You know, does Zhaw come back October 9th? So week we, seven. Yeah, I don't. Why are they two point dogs? I like the Eagles in there. I'm giving them a win. The Cardinals suck. Like anybody going to talk about that? The I Cardinals think there's going to be nothing. some serious regression. And, yeah. I mean, they regressed the second half of the season oh without D Hop. Man, look at, Kyler's, look at Kyler's numbers when D Hop's not on the field. Yeah, they lost a lot of pieces. October 16th against Dallas. They can split Pick. the Cowboys They can this split, year. yep. Uh, then they play Pittsburgh. Three and a half point favorites I only. think that's a win. Then they play Houston at Houston. I think that's a win. This schedule is cake. Uh, then they play Washington at home. We'll Favorite call in that, that one. We'll call that uh, a win. Um, I don't feel like we're counting at this point because we we have them now sweeping the Commanders 2-0. Oh, no. So, so we'll call that one a loss then. 
Um, and then, I feel like they're going over the number. I feel like we've already gotten there at this point. We have not yet. Indianapolis. This is where it gets tough. This Indianapolis. Is where it gets really, they're three point at dogs. Indianapolis. Yeah, three point dogs there. Uh, then at uh, then at home against Green Bay. I mean, it's a pick. I got Green Bay. They I can beat India. I think Green Bay will be a loss. Tennessee at home. They can beat the Titans. Absolutely. I think that's a toss up. They can beat the Giants. They'll beat the Giants. They'll you think beat the Titans them. is a toss up? Yeah, you know how the Titans are. You we're, know what I mean? Like you know they're weird? just. AJ Brown revenge game. They have nothing. Oh, I can't wait to play his props. If just he's a Vra- you just don't know how Vrabel is. Like it's just a toss up to me, just based on Titans and how they play. Mm-hmm. Not not because of necessarily the talent. They beat New York. They Does this surprise you? They're only a one and a half point favorite against the Giants. That is surprising, but I guess you know divisional game. They play them tough. True. I don't think there's a, a divisional game between any of these any of these Eagles divisional games that it's not like a like at least a, yeah, yeah. essentially pick yeah, them pick, yeah. yeah Then they play Dallas at Dallas. I think Did you that's say that a Bears loss. game? They'll beat the Bears December 18th. Yep, December. Yep, Bears. And then I think they lose to Dallas. Then they have New Orleans Saints, which I think they lose to the Saints. And then New York again. Bro, give me the over on the Eagles this year, actually. You going to do it? Yeah, I'll take the over. Because also, if they let's say they have a mediocre start to the season. You still get some division games down the stretch. I mean, I'm looking at one, two, three, three division games in the final, you know, five weeks of the season. No, those are true like toss-ups in the sense of the word. You also get a game against the Bears December 18th. You yeah. see the Saints. I know that defense is crazy good, but who's going to be playing quarterback by then? There's a little volatility there, even though, even though I'm high on the Saints, not as high as Ryan, but pretty high. So I think they can have like some growing pains. The schedule builds in like some areas for them to have growing pains, still get W's, and then build confidence to take on some bigger competition down the stretch. So I like the over with the Philadelphia Eagles, man. As long as they stay healthy, this team should be really good this year. It's just that if that is that secondary going to step up? And can they get a pass rush? But I still think it should be fine. Yeah, I mean, I tell Nine you and a half, ten wins is a lot of wins, though. Just take them to win the, the East, though. You Especially can win the NFC East division. with, like, eight wins. Yeah, Seven and it's wins. plus money. Yeah. Big time plus money, plus 160 versus what? It's minus 120 to take them over eight and a half. Yeah. Or minus 130 to take them over nine and a half, you said. Yeah, uh, over uh, nine and a half. Nine yeah. and it half. was only minus 115 for eight and a half. That's crazy. That's they're, crazy. They're favored. What's even crazier, they're favored in every home game this year, except for Green Bay, which is a pick. And if, you know, Green Bay falls off a cliff, they might be favored in that game. Let's go back to football, though. We were talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. It was a really good conversation. Really kind of navigating some mysterious waters with his Eagles teams because the last time we saw them, they weren't uber impre- impressive, but they did put some good things on film. Uh, I mean, just look at them. They were in the postseason against the freaking Tampa Bay Buccaneers and almost came back and sent Tom Brady to Miami uh, slash Tampa Bay early. You can bet a few things for them to make it must the postseason. That's something that you can bet at BetMGM with this team. The odds on that, plus 130 for them to miss the playoffs, the Philadelphia Eagles. But for some reason, oh, yeah. For them to make the playoffs, minus 160. So yes to make the playoffs with the Eagles, minus 160. No, plus 130. Guess stage of elimination for them to lose in the wild card round, plus 220. To lose in the divisional round, 3-1 to one odds. Championship round, loss, 12-1. to one. Lose in the Super Bowl, 28-1. to one. Win the Super Bowl, 28-1 to one odds. They have the same odds to win and lose the Super Bowl, 28-1 odds. That's weird. Um, start 4-0, plus 350. Start on 4, 20-1. Odds and for them to go 17 and 0, it's not. Oh, here it is 125 to 1 for them to win every single game. Second easiest uh, schedule for the Eagles this year. They can get that done. I actually Maybe. just thought of something in my head. I'm glad that we're talking about this. What I'm going to go place a bet tonight. All right, so I'm not going to play them over nine and a half wins, and I'm not going to play them over eight and a half wins because that's minus 225 right now. 
But how many wins do you think do you guys think it takes to win that division? Uh, eight, nine. nine, eight or nine. Eight so, or nine. so instead of taking nine and a half, where you already have to pay minus one thirty five juice, why wouldn't you just pay a little extra juice, go minus one sixty five to take to, for them to make the playoffs? If you're really high on the Eagles, if you're out on the Cowboys, if you're out on the Commanders, we're all out on the Giants. I need them to win seven games, but why not just go minus one sixty five to make the playoffs? Worst comes to worst. I mean, you do have the added seventeenth game now. Well, I think because. Th- you get plus money on them winning the division, which automatically puts That's them in true. the playoffs. That's Two true. NFC East teams are not going to make the playoffs this year. I'm going to go. I'm going to go minus one sixty five for them to make the playoffs. I can't yeah. take them to go four and zero because I bet against them week one. I took the Lions. So plus you would four. take them minus one sixty five to make the playoffs versus plus one sixty five to win the division. So you think that there's going to be two NFC East teams that go to the playoffs? I don't know that they make. I don't know that they win the division because I mean I took Dallas under ten and a half, but I don't know that Dallas doesn't win double digit games. I think ten and seven is very realistic. For for the Cowboys. I mean, even with everything they lose, they lose. I, I hate the Randy Gregory loss almost more than I hate the Amari Cooper loss because I do think CeeDee Lamb is going to be able to step up and be a number one wide receiver. Mm. We saw it in college. I mean, no, I know he's not as big. He's not as strong. He's not as tall, but he could go up. He could catch the jump ball. He's really physical. And I believe in Dak and I love Tony Pollard. And if they're going to use the two back sets and use him as a pass catcher, I think he could have a monster year. And if Zeke stays healthy, first seven weeks, Zeke was actually pretty good. A PCL injury yeah. is nothing to mess with. Yeah. So yeah, you think, I think it'll I be close to you think it'll be close, sort of the same situation as it was last year, where you know two NFC East teams end up going. I could see it happening this year, like more than like because I'm I'm not even out on the Commanders. We just need Carson Wentz. We I mean, know he's not going to be accurate. We just need him not to turn the ball over. And last year he only threw what six or seven. He didn't picks. throw a ton of interceptions last year. I think the question I guess is, you know, this is a down year for the NFC comparative to the other side. The AFC is freaking loaded. That's so. the thing. I mean, I, I understand, which is, I just feel like the NFC East is not going to get two, but it definitely is possible. I mean, we did just see it last year. So that's a good point. Ryan likes a minus 160 for them to make the I like season. that. I won't go first four because, again, one of my favorite bets on the board, you could still get it. We might miss it. Uh, four and a half, actually. Uh, Lions plus four and a half at home in Detroit. Dude, the Lions don't lose games by more than, by more than well, a score. Well, why would that wipe you out of the start four and no? If all they have to do is keep it close. You can still get because I'm gonna be rooting for the fighting Dan Campbell's to beat so him, man. I'm watching Hard Knocks yeah, too, like everybody else here. I love Gotta, me some he Dan can't, Campbell. He, he bets with his heart, man. I he love can't me some have Jared something. Goff. He never no, bets against something one, that he wants. Because guys, Week One is so so tough to bet, and yeah, it is. I always think of this from a survivor uh, pool like stance, right? Like all of these teams, like. I'm trying to figure out who I'm going to pick in Survivor. And I, I'm probably going to go with the 49ers over the Bears because I think the Bears are going to be a dumpster fire. But there's going to be a lot of people that are going to like the Eagles against the Lions, expecting the people yeah. that aren't buying into the uh, hard knocks hype with Detroit, man. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that that could be a sneaky upset. Like, what if the Lions actually live up to the hype? There's going to be an interesting, uh, just going to be some interesting two-way uh, action that we might see when that game uh, is closer to kickoff. T. Crick, what about you, though? Uh, of all these bets that you can bet with the Eagles and the specials tab over there, at BetMGM, make miss postseason stage of elimination. 4-0 start, 0-4 start, 17-0 season, finish a game in a tie. What do you like with Philly this year? Yeah, you know, that's an interesting uh, question. I think for me, it's probably just to lose, lose in the wild card round at plus 220. So I get them to make the playoffs. I don't think that they're going to be in the divisional round. So, yeah, I think that, was, that would be a, sort of a similar thing. Maybe they take a step up in terms of how many games they win. They don't win the division. They end up losing in the wild card round, plus 220. Okay. T Creek says losing the wild card round. Ryan says minus 150 or 
what minus one fifty five? I think it's sixty five. Minus one sixty five. Yeah, I'm fine with playoffs. that. Just to make the playoffs this year because I don't yeah, know that they win the division. I I don't know that I want to bet against Dallas, man. I could say, what if the Commanders actually stay healthy defensively, like the way that we were hyping them up two years ago? I know Chase Young's not available to start the year. I but. do think though, what's in play is for them to start four zero as well. The only game that I'm really concerned about is Minnesota. Yeah, and it's early on. And like you said, they are two-point favorites in that game. So for them to start 4-0 is plus 350. And they get them at home, and which they is get huge because Minnesota, we talked about them Philly's last night. Very tough and hostile place, yeah. hostile place to play. So I actually really like that. I, I have so many official plays on my list. Probably wouldn't play it officially, but that has nothing to do with how I feel about it. It's really just how many I already have existing. I love the, play, the point you made about the NFC, too. Like, I'm not even sold that my team's going to be any good this year, and I've never said that about the Packers. I know defensively it's they should. Year, I think Minnesota's going to be pretty damn good. We don't know if the Cardinals are going to be any good. They don't have D-hop the first couple weeks of the season. The Rams, Stafford's already hurt. The 49ers make a quarterback change. I think Trey Lance is going to be good, but we don't know that for sure. He looked all right against Green Bay's second unit. Yeah. The Seahawks should be a dumpster fire. It looks like they're going with Geno Smith as their starting quarterback. The Bears are going to be awful. The Lions, we don't know yet. Uh, Atlanta's going to be terrible. Carolina have no expectations for. I like the Saints and Tampa. Brady's on vacation right now. Yeah. So I think two or th- like, what if three teams sneak no, in? It's I know that possible, sounds crazy, right? but I, like, I, I, who I, knows, man? I said that like kind of just to, it's, you know, one of those things you do, you just like, oh, two teams from the NFC is not getting in. And then you really <laughs> start looking like, no, actually they just did. And the NFC does kind of suck right now. Wouldn't hate those plays. I like all these plays. I guess my favorite would probably be I don't know. I think I'm. I might be a little higher on this team than everyone in this room, but I, I think that just kind of makes me like the casual Eagles fan, like everybody else is, because everybody's high on them. You know, I wish I got better odds for them to lose in the divisional round, three to one odds, and for them losing a wild card, I'm getting plus two twenty. Maybe I just say, hey, maybe they go to the NFC Championship and lose twelve to one odds. Yeah, they have just... the talent. They they literally do. It's just like, do you trust a young quarterback? But it's not like they haven't done it before. I mean, just a few years ago, they had a young quarterback named Carson Wentz and also another one named Nick Foles that now has a statue outside. So it's not like they they need old quarterbacks to get the job done. And I would argue that, you know, Hurts might be more of an arm talent, you know, than some of the quarterbacks that they won with in the in previous years. And they, they had less talent. So uh, at the wide receiver spot, of course. But, you know, I, I kind of like this Eagles team. So, you know, throw me in there for like losing the championship round 12 to 1. Yeah, and I hate was, to be... That would be terrible for me as a Commanders fan, by the way. This is also an ultimate mush. So everybody listening, I'm, I'm mushing them, <laughs> and that's by the a, way. And that's what you should do. That's what I was doing with Minnesota last I love night. love this team, man. The, and the really crazy thing team. about it, the rushing offense last year, they had like the fourth most rushing yards or whatever it was in the league, um, despite being a pass-happy offense the first couple weeks of the season and completely changing their offense with a first-year head coach. But yeah. look at the injuries they had on that offensive line, yeah, too. It's always, their you know? offensive line feels like it's always beaten up. And that's crazy because you see... like. You're looking at name value. They have some dudes on the yeah. offensive line every year that, you know, have won or have been in Pro Bowls, have won big time games, have been like multi-year starters and 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 cornerstones of an offensive line. But, you know, at this point in their career, they just can't stay on the field. But if they can stay healthy, man, that Eagles team is really, really good. Yeah, because they're going to need that offensive line. Because if they're going to want to go into Tampa Bay, let's say Tampa Bay stays relevant and that defense is what it's been. Like, Vita Vea up front, that, That's what man, I mean. Like, that's what they were trying those, to do. Yeah. They were trying to run right at them and. We saw that how how that worked for Dallas even Imagine. week one. That's why Dak dropped back. What was it, forty five times? Yeah, he hadn't did. played a football game in a year. Imagine uh-huh. a, a game that features Vita Vea and Jordan Davis on the on the field. Like That's that is nuts. a lot of man. <laughs> yeah, it is. And a lot on, of on the body. defensive line. That's just sick. Like imagine like 
those two men just walk into a room. Dude, Vita might be like the best player. Like just I watch, like imagine Vita Vea and Jordan Davis just walk into to Jenny's ice cream on 14th Street. They probably just, like a small little ice cream parlor, and it's like whoa, like you've taken up now you are the entire room. Two dudes that would never maximum mess with. occupancy has already just, been reached. They just got little waffle cones, two scoops, just those guys. Eat it one bite. Just sitting on a bench, just two men. Two. Dudes. Two, I don't even two, think two, they could sit monsters. on a bench together. Two I don't dudes, think that bro. they could sit on a bench Probably together. not. Depends on the bench. Depends, Depends on, on the bench. bench. Standard size bench, no. <laughs> no, it had, to be, it had to be a pretty big damn bench. Let's go back to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles while we're talking uh, NFL. This will be our last NFL segment of the night. Oh, I lied. We're going to preview uh, Seahawks. I was about to say Bears. Cubs, Seahawks, Bears, Bears tomorrow in preseason. But we do have some... A few more things that we can bet when it comes to the Philadelphia Eagles. So I head over to the King Sportsbook. The only sportsbook. And I see they have these things. Philadelphia win all six division games in the NFC East. 18 to 1 odds. Got to beat the Giants twice. Got to beat the Commanders twice and the, the Eagles twice. And the Cowboys twice. For them to win all their home games, which Ryan said they are favorites in... Pretty, all much, of them? All Pretty of them. much all of them. Yeah, the game against Green Bay right now is a pick. They could close as favorites. It'll you know depend on what Green Bay looks like here early without Devontae, I'd say. So for them to win all home games, 20 to 1 odds there. Bet MGM for them to win all their road games, 35 to 1 odds. To lose all six division games, 20 to 1 odds. To lose all their games at the crib, 100 to 1 odds. To lose all their games away from Philadelphia, 50 to 1 odds. So of those available at Bet MGM. Which one would you select? Can you throw me the number one more time really quickly? Sorry. All six division games as wins. To win? Yeah. 18 to 1 odds to win all six division games. Man, da- I couldn't do it, though. I do think they split with the Commanders. I think it, they'll probably drop the game in Washington. And then I think Dallas clips them at least once. Probably at Jerry's World in mm-hmm. Dallas. I think the play, if I had to choose from this little catalog right here, would be to win all home games. Yeah, I'm looking at that right now, too. You know, you just root against Green Bay in that game, but they get lucky that they do get the Vikings at home because that's going to be a tough matchup come week two, September 19th. Then after that, they get the Jags at home. That should be a victory unless the Jags surprise everybody and go over their six and a half win total this year. They get the Cowboys, which is always tough. The Steelers. We don't even know who the Steelers starting quarterback's going to be because Kenny Pickett looks so damn good in the preseason, and it is Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, they get the Commanders at home then, yeah, obviously, because it's a divisional opponent. They get the Packers. That's a primetime game, November 27th. Ah, man, Aaron Rodgers, primetime. I do not Ooh. bet against Aaron Rodgers in the primetime. So if I had to choose out of that catalog, I probably would go for them to win all home games or all division games. But instead, I, I think I got to stay away from all this and maybe just take them to go to the playoffs minus 165. Secret. Yeah, I what mean, about you? I mean, if I had to do it as well, you look at the home games and the only ones that are really scary, scary are Green Bay, New Orleans, and I don't even know necessarily if I would consider Dallas to be that scary, honestly. Dallas is going to take a big, big step back from where they were last year because of the defense and because of the weapons on offense and just the continuation of the, the decline of Ezekiel Elliott. So, yeah, I, I would probably say that. Because you t- you're talking about, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, primetime game, but who knows what happens at, in the end of November. Like, maybe Aaron Rodgers catches COVID or something. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is a reality that we still live with in today's day and age. I'm looking at their uh, ATS last year just at home, right? This is literally what I was putting up right now. That's a good call. 3-4-1 <laughs> three, three, and one is the home team last year against the spread. So they yeah. do have a home field advantage. As you guys know, in Philadelphia, they even booed Santa Claus. I don't know if you guys ever heard that story. Uh, yes. On the road, Philadelphia. Just five and five. Five and five last year against mm-hmm. the spread. 
Yeah, I just I think they're probably I'd say if I had to make a prediction, I think they go ten and seven this year. You know, but I do think there's going to be some tough divisional games, and that division is so up in the air, man. I mean, it all comes down to what's Wentz going to look like. Is is Wentz going to look like he did from week what four to like eight last year for the Colts? Yeah. Or is he going to look like Wentz week eighteen when he couldn't beat the Jags to get into the playoffs? Yeah. The Giants, I think I'm higher on the Giants than most, except for the people in New York and Moose who does think that they can win eight games. But even he was like, you know, a lot needs to go right. I mean, Danny Jones needs to stop fumbling the ball. Old small hand Jones. You, get to, like, you get to hug Daniel Jones and, and uh, Saquon Barkley. Saquon is going to have a monster. I mean, year. if you get to hug them and sit by those guys, I don't know, it, every single day, it might rub off on you a little yeah, bit as to your support of a New York Giants 100% team. agree. I have a real hard time. One of the things that I enjoy is being a – and I love going to games. But the thing that happens when you spend too much time around a team – you start to drink their Kool-Aid that they're feeding you out of their container, you know, out of their little, like, Gatorade spigot, and you're like, oh, yeah, the Giants look good. I feel like it's different. It's a little different in football because in football, everybody thinks they have a chance even when they, like, suck because it's football. In basketball... Like, you know. Everybody knows, like, yeah, camp, this is what our roster looks like. Yeah, dude, and that's like It's like they don't even try to feed you, like, we're we're good even though we're bad Kool-Aid or... In the NBA, in the NFL, yeah. everybody in training camp is like, "Oh no, this this might be the we year. could we could actually we could. like make some noise." We could, like, ah. and that's why I don't overreact to hard knocks because they're not showing you the tape of you know Hutchinson getting thrown to the ground. People don't pancaked. understand that. Like, yeah, Pre-season. he won every rep when when they super cut it up for HBO. Yes, he's won. I mean, and I'm not hating on him. I'm just no. saying like there are clear narratives that are being pushed. Even, even, I mean, we're talking about a hard knocks that's supposed to. I mean, it's easy to to gloat and make Dan Campbell look good when he's just a likable character. Aiden Hutchinson singing Billy Jean. You think they're going to be like, oh, and after he sung Billy Jean, the team hated him and he missed every single practice. Like, no, it's going to be all good things because it's a fun team. They have some fun personalities. Now, I will say, though, the coaches are riding Swift so hard, man. I was actually kind of surprised to see that last night. Um, they really, I mean, he's going to have a monster year, but... He needs to cut inside, as you learned. I don't want to actually spoil it in case anybody out there didn't I watch. I haven't but seen it. They're, watched, riding, they're watched, riding him pretty hard. Jamal might steal some touches. Yeah, and, and the other thing is that I try not to overreact is just the preseason, man, because like I joked with you, not really joked, I thought Sam Howell did look good. And if Carson Wentz no, stinks, Sam I'd pull did, the plug and put him in. Yeah. Two years ago, we were talking about Sam Howell like he could be a first-round pick. He just isn't very tall. Um, you know, but even it Baker, also even Baker Mayfield strictly, had one good year. What, what do you have? A strictly chicken Russell nugget Wilson's diet. Not I can't, tall. Yeah, can't he only eats chicken tenders. Chicken tenders. He, even at steak restaurants. But we've got to remember, oh, is the Braves make this a one game? I was about to say the Braves. I mean, Mike Scherzer got pulled with the bases loaded. You look six, up and a, five. a Tavino went out there nine pitches and just like that, it's a six five game. But like with, with Ronald Acuna Jr. is at the plate now, still oh, with two outs. He's over three tonight. I he's think due. he'd be looking to due hit there. something out the park. No, he's due. But like, okay, so Hal comes in in the second half. And he's going against dudes that most likely aren't going to make that roster, especially in today's NFL, that first preseason week. You really can't overreact because a lot of those guys aren't suiting up. Right. You know? And so by the time we see Kenny Pickett after Mitchell Trubisky starts the game or Sam Howell, they're going to look good. Yeah. So it's hard. You know, that's why people overreact. Hey, this guy looks good. This guy looks good. This team looks good. I don't know. I, I mean, with the Eagles, like... The last time I hyped up the Eagles, it was when Vince Young called them the dream team, and he was the backup quarterback. Mike Vick was there. But they you, won six games that year. But you know and then what? Mike Vick and Vince Young. You know what's weird about the Eagles is that, like, you, you it's a team that you're really kind of afraid of. There are teams in, like, every division, I feel, that if they could just get it together, 
Oh, and that's the Eagles, dude. Because like, it's oh, and it's the Eagles every year. It's just like, man, the Eagles have so. I mean, even last year, it's like they kind of got some dudes on both sides of the ball, but you know, they're still like a little ways away. But this year, especially, I mean, you look at them last year. They didn't just walk into the postseason because they were just dominating the NFC East. Like they won six of their last eight regular season games just to have a shot at the postseason. So yeah. Like they're they're like a really good team that has gone through adversity already. And now I'm looking at them like I know I want to kind of mush them this year and keep them at bay while my commanders get all get the job done. Hopefully, but on paper, the most talented team in the NFC East is the Philadelphia Oh, Eagles. no question. It's oh, yeah. not close. And if you're a football no guy, question. you love the trenches. Trenches. So if you're protecting yeah. the quarterback and getting after the quarterback, which they can do, and you could stop the run. Like, what travels well in the NFL? It's the old cliche, but it's so true, man. The only problem is we don't know if Jalen's the real deal or not, but I think he can make enough plays. He's been a winner everywhere he's went. Yeah. That, uh, that, 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 that is something that makes me feel good, is that I've seen him in very high pressure situation. I'm not talking about the quarterback that's playing at North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, like, we're we're talking about Alabama. And he finally, and he finally, uh, finally, it was year two, but he went to the playoffs last year, took a tough loss to Tampa Bay. I didn't love the game plan, but what could you really do? You had to run the ball. And we were, they were dogging him. Like, you think people are tough on Jalen Hurts this offseason? Like, last year, it was not like sunshines and rainbows. People didn't love him. That's why there's a question surrounding him this year. I mean, he gets more talent, but I remember Baldy. Before we started last regular season, we talked to Baldy, and Baldy was like, really like Jalen Hurts. He's working his tail off. Like, that's my guy. You know Baldy and Jalen Hurts are guys working at the same gym. He sees him a lot. But, like, by week four or five, we're talking to Baldy, like, hey, what do you think about what's going on with your guy Jalen Hurts? And he's like, hey, man, he's working hard. He's just – he has a ways to go. He's still growing, but, like, he's yeah. still in the gym every single morning before everybody, in practice before everybody, gathering the guys. Like, he, you could tell he wants to be a leader and, want to be, and wants to be good, and he has the skill set to do so. And now he has the talent to do so. So I'm a fan of this Eagles team, unfortunately. And if they wake up, which it might look I'm like, never they, gonna be a fan. they will this year. <laughs> they got some dudes, man. They got some dudes. No, they do. And it's funny. I'm like, I don't know if I can trust Jalen, but he's going to be my quarterback in fantasy football this year. I, might I want those him. rushing yards. I do think we're going to get the touchdowns. Because, Devon, like, dude, Devontae's going to have a big year with A.J. Brown. I wonder who that second tight end is going to be because he's Dallas really good Goddard's with two. There, right? Yeah, oh but who's? I want to know who's going to be the other dude because they're really good with two tight end two formations. Tight end. Yeah, you, you're begging them to go two tight end sets. I want to see Ertz. Well, he's gone now, but man, imagine him in that, that offense with AJ Brown. Then, then I would be going over nine and a half wins.